you didn't have to get engaged to Ariana Grande to come on our show. But I did, though. <laughs> Pete Davidson has recently become the subject of an internet-wide hot or not debate, thanks to his newfound status as a Hollywood heartthrob. But what really is so surprising to people about his appeal? Tall Obviously, guy. women find him very attractive. Pete's whirlwind 2018 romance with Ariana Grande catapulted him into a unique celebrity dating pool, as he's been subsequently linked to Margaret Qualley, Kaya Gerber, Phoebe Dinever, and now Kim Kardashian. Yet, the mass amounts of clickbait and general shock and confusion around Pete's love life exposes that today's culture may not be as progressive as we think. She describes seeing you as awkward as you feel inside. She said, that's the guy I'm going to marry. She said that to her friend. Can you believe this? No. Even I don't believe it. Despite the internet, film, and TV constantly preaching about self-love and inner beauty, the media revels in asserting that Pete's girlfriends are out of his league, going so far as to label him Hollywood's rebound, or a messiah who can let more supposedly average-looking guys fantasize about their odds with a superstar. Some dude came up to me and was like, yo, man, you, like, gave me hope. The coverage suggests a society that's still as obsessed as ever with conventional female beauty and a hotness gap between the men and women in celebrity couples. Here's our take on why Pete Davidson's attractiveness is actually pretty obvious, and the coverage of his relationships needs to calm down and catch up with the times. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe and click the bell to be notified about all of our new videos. This is The Take. Let's take the tropes home with us. We are so excited to announce that we now have a line of Weird Girl merchandise. It's not just a question of, am I the weird girl? You have to ask yourself, which weird girl am I? Are you the dreamy space cadet living on your own planet? Are you the delightfully spiraling basket case? Are you the ferocious goth? Are you the awkward misfit? Are you the smartass? I think there's power in owning the weird girl in all of us. You can now express it through posters, mugs, a backpack, t-shirts, wear it on your sleeve, announce that you are the weird girl. We had so much fun conceptualizing these characters and drawing from our favorite weird girls of film and TV to create our vision of the five types. One of our favorite designs is this beautiful line art rendering of the weird girl. She's got the iconic goth visual. It just looks great whether you're doing a cute backpack, a hoodie, you can grab a tote or a poster with all of the weird girls. Or another approach is to mix and match. So you grab your space cadet water bottle, your misfit hoodie, and your basket case poster behind you. I love these shirts. It's also super soft. I really, it's very soft. I really yeah. feel like I could it's live really in this. Quite lovely. Like, click the link in the description below to order from Spring right now and get the best possible deals on your merch. Put your order in right away to get it before the holidays. To the weird girl. To the weird girls in all of us. Which weird girl are you? I get it. She's the number one pop star in the world, and I'm that guy from SNL that everyone thinks is in desperate need of more blood. A large part of Pete's appeal is, unsurprisingly, his humor. Like many of the best comedians, he uses honesty and intimacy to disarm us, making it feel easy to relate or connect to him. The idea that funny guys are attractive is nothing new. Many women have long been interested in comedians or men who make them laugh, a fact that's referenced in popular narratives throughout time. Seriously, what do you see in that guy? He makes me laugh. But Pete's popularity also seems to reflect something more specific about today's moment. His humor is especially personal, self-deprecating, and open. He embraces being vulnerable, leaning into dark and taboo subjects most people avoid, like his own struggles with addiction and mental illness. Being mentally ill is not an excuse to act like a jackass. I'm quoting my therapist. 
my mom and my mailman. Or the loss of his dad on 9-11. What's cool about your dad dying on 9-11 is uh, I get all of his fireman gear. So it makes sense that he's come into the spotlight when we're collectively craving the sense of unfiltered authenticity, which is so lacking in our corporate culture. His style, commentary, and behavior feel refreshingly based on his actual personality rather than the latest trends. I do not care very much about what the industry thinks of me uh, at all. And he appears to even influence those trends as his lanky, tattooed, low-effort aesthetic makes its way back to the forefront of pop culture. So Pete is a good window into what many straight women do find attractive in guys, both throughout time and specifically today. He seems super charming. Yep. He's vulnerable. Yep. He's lovely. Great. His fingernail polish is awesome. Like, good relationship um. with his mother. Still, not all funny, vulnerable, or authentic guys necessarily become sex symbols. On a more pragmatic level, Pete's popularity also illustrates another, also not new, reason women may find a man appealing, getting the seal of approval from a beautiful and famous ex. She's a great date ladder. Excuse me? As, as in? Well, you know, people will see her with you, and no offense, but they'll say, what the f going on there? Ariana Grande's 2018 relationship with Pete validated his attractiveness for other A-listers, like when dating the popular girl in a teen story elevates the high school outsider to romantic material status. Why is everyone staring? <laughs> Because you're with me, obviously. But the fact that so many media and internet reactions remain shocked at starlets dating Pete is revealing. It suggests that most of today's inclusive rhetoric about authenticity, body positivity, self-love, and the many forms of attractiveness can be pretty surface level. More broadly in our cultural moment, the coupling of the tattooed boyfriend and his glamour girlfriend is making waves again, thanks to the romances of Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker and Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Our first date, we breathed each other. That was all we did. And then our second date. Pete is good friends with Machine Gun Kelly, who's friends with Travis, who's engaged to Courtney, sister of Pete's girlfriend Kim. And together, this crowd is introducing a new generation to an iconic romantic pairing that's long been a Hollywood fixture, from Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee to Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. Ashley Reese for Jezebel explains that there's something endearing, so Danny and Sandy, so leader of the pack and so glaringly gendered, about seeing a put-together woman alongside a dude who looks like he just crawled out of a sweaty, beer-soaked mosh pit at the scuzzy metal venue in town. It's a baddie Cinderella story for those who don't want the clean-cut prince with perfectly coiffed hair. Strikingly, it tends to be men who are so confused by the romantic appeal of a Pete Davidson. I feel like only other men feel that way. Like yeah. Guys are like, wow, what's that guy got? Just as many in the past questioned why someone like Tommy Lee or Kid Rock got to be with Pam Anderson. can't agree with that with you that uh, you think he's so you know, good looking. In fact, one reason that some straight men are so fascinated by these stories about the alternative rocker with the glamour goddess is that they're engaging in a combination of wish fulfillment and comparison. A Pete or a Tommy Lee is coded as somewhat average looking. So the average guy consuming articles or pictures of these romances can think to himself, what does he have that I don't? Implicitly fantasizing that it could be me. But of course, Pete Davidson, Machine Gun Kelly, Kid Rock, or Billy Bob Thornton are in no way average. They're incredibly successful, rich, charming, and famous. There are other guys who look at the guy and go, oh. why isn't it me? Other guys will say, what has he got? Yeah, what has he got? Oh, okay. I understand what you're saying. Probably got 50 million in the bank. Whether it's Pete and Ariana or Pam and Tommy, the myth of this couple also includes the suggestion that they would have a wild sex life, and the man is usually well endowed. He can't be hung as big as Tommy. <laughs> oh, 
She was like, yeah, it didn't work out, but like, nice dick. The combination of accessible everymanness combined with secret specialness of the tattooed guy creates a character that male audiences can put themselves into and live vicariously through. One of the concepts that's come back into the public discourse surrounding Pete is the idea of the hotness gap. It's a well-known trend in on-screen couples, since forever, that gorgeous women play the romantic partners of mediocre-looking, frequently much older men. You are still the most handsome man in the world to me. Oh, you just didn't make any sense. It's so automatic in film and TV that viewers don't even tend to notice it, whereas flipping this formula tends to get a strong reaction. Because we're unused to seeing a normal-looking female character date an unusually handsome man or a man on screen or off with an age-appropriate partner. Today's comedians and narratives are doing more to point out this double standard. So you were seeing Tim Kono. Hello. I'm a sucker for lonely guys with notable age differences I meet on elevators. But on-screen and celebrity couplings still more often follow the trend, which reflects an ongoing disparity in what our society values in men versus women. Don't you know that a man being rich is like a girl being pretty? While it's great when men get to be the sex symbols for being funny, honest, and original, it's noticeably rarer to see female comedians be regarded that way for the same qualities. Women comics are frequently judged for their appearance, or criticized as not funny when they do the things that work for male comics, like being honest about topics like sex and their bodies. Men talk about their dicks all the time, but if you talk about your or your period or dating, or, you know, feeling insecure about your body, now it's a girly bit. Female attractiveness continues to be the punchline to male jokes. I want an ugly chick. You know why? Because a pretty woman like that can leave you. But an ugly chick will hang in there as long as it takes. Studies even show that while women are interested in funny men, men are interested in women who find them funny. Women define sense of humor in a man as a man who makes them laugh, uh -huh. and men define sense of humor in a woman as a woman who laughs at their jokes. But while the continuing hotness gap today in general does reflect ongoing differences in gender expectations. At the same time, the coverage of these specific couples isn't really trying to address those underlying issues. Instead, it's seeking clicks fixated on each party's level of hotness and can be downright creepy and invasive. The excessive fascination with Pete's dating history mirrors predatory early 2000s tabloid culture, which is arguably making a comeback in a new form thanks to apps like Instagram and TikTok, which incentivize creators to grab viewers' attention with clickbait and hot gossip. As Pete himself joked, the tone of the public conversation around Ariana complimenting his anatomy revealed a weird double standard. Although some may assume that the big dick meme is a win for Pete, and he has mined comic material from it, he does seem genuinely uncomfortable with how much his body has been discussed. Please stop doing that. I have a family that reads. Both his family life and his relationships have been widely picked apart like aspects of his career or business transactions. He it just crazy. keeps Outrageous. upgrading his career by dating different oh, women. And while Pete is clearly celebrated for his authenticity and envied for the women he's dated, he's simultaneously scrutinized, belittled, and insulted. The entitlement that tabloid and internet culture assert when evaluating his looks can be shocking and cruel. Pete himself has stated, when enough people call you ugly, it definitely gets to you. For me, Personally, I can't block that stuff out. That's why I had to get rid of the internet and stuff. Is looking in the mirror hard? Yeah, I, I don't like how I look. He's also pushed back against the media narrative that he's some kind of promiscuous Casanova. I've only been with like five, six people. And he's careful to speak respectfully about the women he's dated, highlighting their character, talent, and accomplishments rather than their beauty. Margaret 
Quali, she'll win an Oscar. She's gonna win an Oscar for sure. She's so talented. Speaking of which, another big problem with discourse around the hotness gap is that it can be reductive to the hot women in the equation. The surprise that Megan Fox or Kim Kardashian might care about qualities like humor, vulnerability, originality, and emotional intelligence implies that they're expected to be extremely shallow and care only about looks, whether that's their own or their partners. The whole conversation turns these women into nothing more than validating objects to be won by a guy. And our media already devotes little attention to Fox's or Kardashian's talent, intelligence, or business acumen, consistently forcing female celebrities known for their sex appeal to prove that they're real human beings with emotions and a personality beyond their appearance. What's something about you that you wish more people focused on? I wish they would not focus on my ass all the time. There's anything wrong with being sexy. It's just the problem that that part was so loud that it muted out the rest of who I was and um, has continued to. The specific narrative around Pete, who's been incredibly open about his mental health, physical health, and substance abuse issues, also ties into the media boxing him and his partners into the I can fix him narrative trope, which is insulting and dehumanizing to everyone involved. The resurgence of the tattooed boyfriend glamour girl pairing reminds us that our culture only tends to reward authenticity when it doesn't meaningfully challenge our gendered social norms. But it's also important to recognize that invasive stories about so-called hotness gap couples can just continue to cast the girl as a prize and perpetuate traditionally gendered ideas of what's hot or not. Instead, we can recognize the inner merits of both partners in these couples. You are an almanac and encyclopedia and dictionary all in one. Okay, so my hidden talent is that I'm not stupid, I appreciate you. We can celebrate that Pete's vulnerability, genuineness, and security with who he is make him a great role model for today and try to elevate more female icons for the same qualities. Behind any of these couples are two people searching for someone they can be authentic with, which is rare and priceless, no matter who you are. Like I was just like, what am I gonna find my Princess Charming? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I've ever wanted. We are so excited to announce that we now have a line of Weird Girl merchandise. Which Weird Girl are you? Are you the dreamy space cadet living on your own planet? Are you the delightfully spiraling basket case? Are you the ferocious goth? Are you the awkward misfit? Are you the smartass? Make sure to order now to get it before the holidays.